welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning and happy Thursday. I'm sorry, Tuesday. I almost went to Thursday. Tuesday, December 13, 2022. The week is going fast. <laughs> the other day I thought it was Friday. So uh, you know how Christmas is and you're, you're trying to get every, put everything in and it feels like the end of the week and it's Monday morning. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the broadcast. I am Steve Schultz, founder, along with my wife of both the Elijah List and Elijah Streams that you are now watching. We are in year 25 of bringing you the voice of the prophets. And in the last year, we've added the voice of the patriots. And so uh, we're going to do a prophets and patriots uh, episode with Mel Kay here in just a minute. You are going to love it. Uh, but beyond that, it's going to be useful for you. So, all right, I just have one spot to show you. So, Emily, go ahead and run that about the wells. I'm here at one of the Water Well Commissions, and it is so much joy. It has been a heavy downpour, and everyone is stuck in their seats, excited about this miracle that is happening right here Today, the joy, joy, joy is so much. to say thank you so much to everyone that has made this possible. The people right here are overjoyed and they have trusted God for this water well. So we thank you. Wow. So, you know, we think of when we supply the wells and when you send in your money, you're thinking of the that you're helping the a mild uh, convenience, you're making it a little more convenient. These are life-changing history, their history-altering wells. They have a huge celebration for the village that comes here. There's another water well, and we are at almost 77. Within two weeks, we'll be at 77 wells, and then we'll start next year. Next year, probably do over 100 wells with uh, as as long as God continues His grace and you continue to to uh, so into this ministry and into the water wells, we are really changing those people's lives. That's one well, and they do this at every well. So if only, uh, if you know, if if there was a better way. But that was a pretty good, and that was very uh, instructive to me about how much joy they have with those water wells. So amazing, so amazing, amazing. All right, God bless you, and thank you for your help in this. We're going to bring in Mel Kay in just a moment. So here we go with prophets and patriots. Mel Kay, it's been too long. I know. I'm very happy to be back. I love your audience. I, I, everywhere I go, I'm actually on the road again. Everywhere I go, people say they see me on Elijah's streams, and I say, isn't Steve the best? And everyone agrees. So <laughs> oh, thank wow. you for having me back. Well, you're out of Oklahoma City today. What are you doing yeah. in Oklahoma City? Well, we uh, we went over the weekend. We had a little uh, meeting in uh, Tulsa, uh, kind of talking about where we are and where we're going in this country. And um, it was a bunch of real patriots at the top of the spear uh, discussing um, what where we need to really focus the next couple of years. It's going to be a rough couple of years. We are wow. in a battle for America, and um, we got to all get on the same page, which I, I hope to talk about today. And then we are we are on the road. We're going to Texas, and then we are going to Arizona for America Fest uh on the 16th in phoenix wow. so uh and then i then i hope to have a small break for christmas <laughs> wow you're gonna do all that before christmas oh my goodness yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. well we're lucky to have you and I, I understand you're just recovering from a, a bout of a flu the or flu. something but 
you're looking very, very well rested. The, the doctor, we both know which doctor you use, and that's a, he's he's phenomenal. So that's really good. So, well, yeah, Mel, Dr. Kate, Sherwood. But Dr. Sherwood, so I'm I'm going to throw it to you, and just you know, you took, gave me a hint about what we're going to cover, and I'm excited to hear it. So I'm hearing it with everybody else. Well, great. Um, first and foremost, uh, what we're watching over at Twitter is phenomenal and exciting. Uh, what I will tell you is that it's just the beginning. It is far worse what we will find out about Google and Facebook and and sadly also all of the mainstream media. This is not a small situation and it's not just Twitter and it is disturbing. The biggest thing that we have to understand is that they've created the idea of a majority. And when they talk about you're ruining democracy or that nonsense, like they're destroying democracy, you know, majority rules is democracy. They created the democracy by false um, numbers, by false uh, elevating what people really thought, making making pretend that everyone was behind certain things that they absolutely were not. They created a perception. It is it is a mind control technique. I believe that behind it are the best people that have been controlling mind control, MKUltra, Cass Sonstein, uh, Alinsky techniques, all of that for a long time. But as we watched it happen, we forgot that they told us it was going to happen, which is what I want to talk about today. There is a document. Uh, you and I talked about it on an early show that we were on, and I, I strongly encourage everyone in the audience to take a look at it. I put it so that everyone can find it easily on the MelKShow.com resources. If you scroll down, it's under Opposition Playbooks. And this was written right after Donald Trump won the, won the, the 2016 election. It was written by David Brock and uh, Mark Eisen and a bunch of people. David Brock, the hitman for the Media Matters, who's created and uh, destroyed and uh, put into lawfare and horrible horrible campaigns against many great people out there just to destroy them and silence them. He runs Media Matters. He wrote a document. It's called Democracy Matters. It came out right after Trump won. I firmly believe that the other side did not believe Trump was going to win until that night. It was an emergency tactic. Him and Podesta and all the, all the operatives that are into uh, total totalitarian control of this country by any means necessary jumped together. They wrote a 45 page document. They called together all the billionaires and trillionaires on the left that finance all their all their, uh, you know, nefarious stuff where they manipulate and turn people against each other and color revolution, uh, you know, people that actually foment that. And they laid it out in this document. It goes through and it basically says how they will be using how they will be working. This is the DNC and Democratic operatives financed by Soros and Arabella partners and others with big tech, including Google, Facebook, Twitter, um, obviously YouTube is Google, um, and a, TikTok, that they would be working with them to make sure that Donald Trump does not get through four years. And it had a whole list of going after voices like mine and yours, silencing them. It had a whole laying out of creating this idea of misinformation, disinformation. Wow. They put it all in a document. So these, this group, if you go look at that document, it has a lot of steps for impeaching Trump over false allegations, a lot of steps for turning around the narrative, major steps for destroying people with smear campaigns, with uh, destroying family members, with, um, you know, digging into people's pasts and, and exposing, you know, small things to make them big things, just basically knocking out the competition, the competition not being left or right, the competition being anyone not behind their globalist international oligarchies that funds them's plans. 
Well, what I do want people to know is that the same group just put out another document on October oh, wow. 25th. And I, I strongly suggest it's, it's also at the com under resources, opposition research. But for now, you can also Google it at um, David Brock uh, Facts First USA document. And what it is, is it is a document that is a, a game plan to make sure that the 2023 um, group of people that want to investigate COVID, Afghanistan, election, um, you know, all of the stuff that's happened over the, the border, uh, that they will not be able to do that. They will be thwarted. It is a playbook for how they're going to do this, asking for money from the billionaire, trillionaire oligarchs. It involves a lot, of, all the same people involved in the Democracy Matters document. And people need to go look at it because basically they're giving you their playbook of what they're going to do. They actually say in the first paragraph of this that, and this is so insane if you're, if you're just paying attention at, at all, even if you are on the left, which is, a, there are no left and right right now, but it actually says, lacking a forward-looking agenda and aggrieved by the effectiveness of the January 6th Select Committee, Republicans will spend the next two years aggressively investigating President Biden, members of the administration, and the president's family. They will do so without regard for facts, without concern for fairness, and without limitations. They seek to grind down the entire executive branch to limit the White House effectiveness, to halt forward momentum, to engage in character assassinations, that distract from real issues, real issues, and create a false perception of corruption, run up legal bills and threaten the livelihoods of those caught in their web. This is exactly what they've done for the last four years. It's totally what they did. And they, the thing is, Mel, they know that's what they did. That's I know. Why, and so this good. whole document, and I, I strongly suggest, because he goes through all of these things, and this is the same guy. This guy is a hitman. He has no... He has no compassion, no mercy. He has taken down some of the greatest people that you and I both love. He goes after their families, their livelihoods. He, he Him with Mark Elias and Mark Eisen and all these people engage people in lawfare. They go, they go after your kids. I mean, th this is horrible. But he basically goes through a history of GOP scandal machine attacks. And he says like scandals like Whitewater and, uh, and Fast and Furious and Benghazi were all fraud that none of them happened really, that they were all hoaxes, okay? And then he goes through and says that that we, he lists the guys he's gonna go after and, and his group, other group of, that's attached to him, the uh, Congressional Integrity Project, remember Gee. the Transition Integrity Project, same people, same money. They have a hit list, Jim Jordan, James Comer, Michael Turner, Michael McCall, all these people that are taking House Committee chairs. They're gonna go after them and their families. Define, discredit, and destroy them, it says. And uh, also a whole thing about Hunter Biden and how they're going to spin the Hunter Biden story into a story of addiction and a compassionate father who did everything he could to help his son. How, do they, and they probably don't say we're going to spin it, right? They no, say, they do. They do. They yes. say, they come out and say it? Yeah. Yeah. This was this an internal we... document for them okay. all to get on the same page. So, okay. yeah, they come through and say that everything about Hunter Biden is basically a fraud. And, you know, Hunter Biden is a private attorney in Hollywood. Um, uh, I think his name is Kevin Morris. He also is starting Hit Squad. I interviewed a John Paul Mac Isaac. There is not a more innocent victim in the Hunter Biden story than this poor guy. And what they've done to him is horrendous. Well, he has a hit list, too. And his hit list going after people is Bubba Linsky and John Paul Mac Isaac. And some of these women, I mean, 
uh, like, talk about crazy. Uh, the Bidens have a granddaughter that he had with a girl that he pays child support to that isn't included in anything that is treated like she doesn't exist. And they're going after people and saying, how dare you question our family or our morals or our ethics in real time. And we're watching this and then they're, they're formulating a hit list of innocent people that just happen to have come into Hunter Biden's orbit. So yeah. that's the guy from Hollywood that's representing him and for some reason paid off all of Hunter Biden's debts so he didn't go to jail. And then David Brock making a list of actual people sitting in office, but also he's doubling down. This is why, thank God, Elon Musk stepped up when he did, because in this document, he's saying that he is partnered, which now we know he really has, uh, with big tech and, and all of them, all the same people. He also through this says, and I want people to go look at it, please, um, that the Afghan withdrawal, that it was it was a perfect and that nothing happened there. And first of all, if I, I don't know if people saw it, but Ratcliffe was just on, um, I think, Mornings with Maria. He said it was the worst disaster of our of our entire history in terms of militarily and that we will not see the um, the actual issues that it created in terms of um, empowering different factions of Islamic terror, but terror and, and, and violence all over the world because of all the weapons left behind and the feeling that they won. But he says he's going to block any investigation into Afghanistan, uh, any investigation, obviously, into Hunter Biden, any investigation into COVID. He basically says that um, to appease their base, Republicans are planning to tackle a variety of COVID related topics, including Dr. Fauci lockdowns, mass mandates, COVID origin, and tangentially related things like baby shortage formula. Um, and he goes on to say, Republicans have made it clear that Dr. Fauci's, um, you know, enemy number one, he says the goal appears threefold. Republicans want to link Dr. Fauci with unpopular mass mandates and school closures and um, basically uh, blame all of this on uh, Joe Biden uh, being, I guess, following Dr. Fauci after they proved Dr. Fauci a boogeyman. I mean, yeah. so he's saying everything about COVID lie, then goes on to say um, all the Department of Justice investigations going into the FBI, now the FBI with Twitter, uh, Google, uh, Facebook, also FBI with Twitter. That's our government interfering with big tech, uh, interfering with our First Amendment with us. He's going to block all those. He says none of them have any merit. He's asking for money. But uh, people have to go read this because then he goes through everything that happened in the past that's a lie. And all of us know it's not a lie. So yeah. if we start um, really looking at what they're saying and taking it seriously, then maybe this time we won't be on the defensive because the problem with our side, and I think the problem that God has with our side is that we are always acting on defensive. We wait, we wait for the first punch. We wait for the first takedown. We wait for the first injustice. We wait, well, how many injustices until we no longer wait for it? Yeah, well, I mean, that's a huge thing you just said. That was, that's a massive statement. How many times do we have to get hit and hit and hit and hit? And we say, in effect, the way we conduct ourselves is, well, maybe if you hit me one more time and it's really debilitating, then I'll fight back. Because right. the bully in the playground, if, if you don't fight back, he's going to keep hitting you. And, yeah. we ha and we haven't really fought. I mean, we haven't. Uh, obviously, we know the playbook that they've had. They've had the media. They've had education. They've had Hollywood. So it's it's not like it's been an easy way to fight back. But, you know. Yeah. You know, and there's a couple other things. So the Twitter files are great. I think they're great for the masses that, that are waking up in real time and seeing how you know, because there are there is a faction of the American people that would like to see us all in gulags 
and believe that we don't deserve free speech and yeah. that are on their side. It is much smaller than than we believe because Twitter and Facebook and, and Google and YouTube, they've been amplifying it to create a false sense of yeah. what the majority is. They are not the majority, but they've created it. We're seeing that. But while he's taking that down, we really have to pay attention that this gives the other side a great opportunity while we're distracted and outraged by what we already knew, but the, but the truth of it coming out. Those of us that already knew have to rem remind people that the other side is getting a reprieve. I, I believe right now, because look, even if um, the trust the plan people are right and the military's in control and Trump's coming back, the truth is our real enemy doesn't care because I think we have to re-examine, this is where the American people- Can you say, can you stop for a second? Our real, our real enemy doesn't care about what? What, what were you? Our real enemy doesn't care about America. Okay. In my opinion, I okay. don't think our real enemy, I think to our real enemy and the enemy of the free world and of God and, and of humanity, the real enemy that we're fighting to them, America is their biggest problem. Yeah. To them, America is the, 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 the barrier to which they have to destroy to get what they want, which is a top down oligarch, billionaire, trillionaire class, one world surveillance, slave state, you know, massive, massive, um, un just their dystopian idea of the future is so ugly and sad. But to get that, which is what they're hellbent on, I call them the Fourth Reich, um, they uh, need to destroy America. So even if all of that is true, right, and Trump comes back, the battle is still being fought. The war is not in America. We have an oligarchy here that is aligned with the globalists that are really running the show. And some of our globalists are in that camp. But what we have to understand, I think, right now is that there is no left and right. There is no Republican and Democrat mm. as we know it. There are people that love God, country, America, and believe in this country and our sovereignty and our borders, language, culture, and want our children and our children's children to grow up as we did. And for anyone, because we're always having people join, like we keep growing, and so we keep getting new people. But in, if this comes as a shock to anyone where you're saying there's no left and right, in other words, we are openly, absolutely saying there's no, uh, there's not a demonic uh, Democratic Party and a righteous Republican Party. They're both, with a few exceptions, extremely unrighteous. Am I overstating that? With a very no. few exceptions. No, you're not. Here's where, here's where the problem lies. And it's very easy to see. First of all, people have to understand that the District of Columbia is a 10 by 10 vassal. Uh, it's it's 10 miles by 10 miles a vassal state it is not part of the united states of america i mean you're not a, you're not misquoted that it's the no. true statement it's its yes. own entity right it's, we, we've never thought to be right. that way but yeah and what i firmly believe and is uh proven in a lot of books my friend matt does a great series on it is that the crown in london the city of london really the banking cabal that really runs everything with the bank of international settlements including our fed the city of London has a stronghold and always has. They never accepted the Revolutionary War and they kept full control in many ways, including Kissinger said himself back in the day that he briefed the crown on uh, matters in America and American foreign policy more than the United States government. So I firmly believe that that vassal state of District of Columbia has been working in cahoots with our perceived, you know, people we fought in the American Revolution the entire time, there is a, a billionaire trillionaire class that has thrived off of a fraudulent financial system that was about to collapse before COVID hit. 
and uh, they prolonged it and had the Great Reset planned, which is all about money. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. It is all about their financial system, them losing their power. But I think we have to understand when I'm saying that there is no left and right, there is no Republican and Democrat, you were not allowed to move ahead in any kind of election on the federal level unless you were going to play ball, you were blackmailed, bribed, or they had something on you. And if you did perchance get in there, right away, you became a target. And the way you became a target, which I'm learning, because what who's really running our government are think tanks, uh, billionaires and trillionaires that fund the lobbyists, and uh, a deep state, otherwise known as the um, senior executive service. These are the same people that were around during JFK, uh, that were participated in the murder of JFK, Gee. and I believe um, then groomed uh, people below them. Then we have, I believe, both uh, both Bushes, Clinton, and Obama are all in on on this plan. Mm-hmm. They're all globalists, and where we are now is a very small group of people have captured our country. Now they don't have the power; we do. But until we start to call it what it is and say enough's enough, I think all of us that are the middle class, because you understand that most of the people that are on welfare and on government subsidies don't pay taxes and the billionaires really don't pay taxes and the reason that is is because they have trusts and they have ngos and they have nonprofits and they have shell corporations and they you know obviously have the ability to put their money in the caymans with the, with the british and all of that the people paying the taxes are us and the people that the eighty-seven thousand irs agents are coming after the people that love god and country that work hard to give their kids a better life well, we also have more power than anyone else, too. And I, I really think that we have to realize that if you are picking a camp, even if it's even if you're pro-abortion and pro-LGBTQ and pro all this stuff, you don't matter to them either. The, the, the truth is that the people that are really the enemy here are callous, ruthless people that believe that we are useless eaters and worthless. And they're big issues. They're at the Bilderberg Group, at Davos. You know what they're talking about? how to destroy humanity and that the biggest problem with humanity is America. And as they launder all of our money from the middle class out through Ukraine and through a bogus climate you know, fund that's going right to them, it's not helping Africa. That thing you're doing with the water in Africa, that's awesome. I had an expert from Africa. He's been trying to help Africa for 30 years. You know who's blocking Africa from being helped is the UN and the, and the IMF and the US. And they want them to stay that way. And we need to help them, but we need to help everyone. We can have a great future, but we have to excise this cancer. And though this cancer has a lot of, you know, a lot of tentacles in America, and you can name them, just go through some of the secret societies like that, that require you to be invited, like the CFR or Trilateral Commission or any of the think tanks. But the cancer is worldwide and it's affecting everyone. And they want us to look at China and Russia. But what we really have to look at is who's benefiting from everything, and that's where we should be uniting against. Because if we keep fighting each other, especially on our side, Steve, you and I, you've owned a lot of guests. Some I know, some I don't, some I agree with, some I don't. But if they're fighting for God and country in America, great. Because it's the same people that are fighting for against humanity and God and, and freedom and justice and, and honestly, liberty all, worldwide that are dividing the American people, but they have, they're dividing us they're dividing the, the people that we align with, and they're dividing them in a very obvious way, and it's totally manufactured and financed, and it's coming. Mm. And I was with General Flynn this weekend, and other and Mike Lindell and other people in a small group 
really talking about what's going on. And what's going on is even if all of this stuff, you know, the miracles happen and all of that, the enemy that we're fighting is so evil and so demonic and so ugly that we need all hands on deck. It can't be my group's right, your group's right, this is happening, that's happening. That, no, no, no. It has to be we're all in it together. We, America is not for sale. We are taking our money back. We are taking our country back. We are taking our freedom and our justice back. And we are closing our country to foreign invaders and domestic invaders that we know of. We really have to start yeah. at the money. It's, it's yeah. all of it's about the money. All of it. Wow. Wow. Well, Mel, I, I, I yes, like I don't even know where to start with asking questions on it, but uh, um, I want to camp here just for a minute on that part where you're saying they, they consider us useless eaters. Um, they and they're trying to depopulate. You use different words, but um, is that provable? I'm going to say this at least for the benefit of new people. Are you are you saying that this group literally? despises us and considers us absolutely useless and they want to destroy this they want they're not just trying to let the democrats win or a different candidate win this is against this is against real human beings to destroy them am i, yeah. am I overstating yeah. that yes you are exactly um what we are uh dealing with is so um the rockefeller foundation did something called has something called the club of rome they uh they commissioned a book called limits of growth anyone can look it up i'm trying to make sure i can find it here um so the club of rome and then they had an another one in 93 the first global revolution and if you look up the club of rome what you're going to find is that that the club of rome their book the limits of growth is about limiting the the growth of population yeah. saying that the problem is population, which it's not. Uh, God provided plenty of resources, plenty of land, plenty of this, this is not that. It's really about keeping the resources in the hands of the billionaire trillionaire class. Remember, all these people were involved in oil and gas, in all of the natural resources, so they needed to do that. Um, basically, so that the guy that created the Club of Rome um, said, uh, the common enemy of humanity is man. In searching for a new enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine, and the like would fit the bill. The real enemy, we decided, was humanity itself. That is the guy who wrote the Club of Rome's uh, book, Limits of Growth. So if you want to know the depths of the mind control and manipulation and propaganda, you start where it started. At that, at that meeting at the Rockefeller State in Italy, uh, that was called the Club of Rome, it was really in Bellagio, Italy, one of Rockefeller's many, many uh, billion dollar estates. But, and of course, people that are members of the Club of Rome now are Gates and Soros and, and Fauci and all the same people. So to not understand that, yes, it's, it is the Fourth Reich. It, what did the Third Reich think? The Third Reich felt, and don't, let me tell you something, people have to understand, they were starting with the Jews. They were starting with Germany. Really? Also, this, that wasn't their, because we always hear it's called the final solution. No. That was So that was their final solution. But you're saying that really was not, that was the no. beginning of their final solution. <laughs> right. So they went for the smallest group first. They were already going into all the Slavic nations. They were already, some of the worst Nazis that were never brought to justice are in Ukraine. But they were going to the, to the Slavic nations next. 
the plan for Hitler was world domination. Hitler was also financed by the same people as as the Allies. Like the whole story of the of World War II is a fraud. But mm. the, the Third Reich is exactly what we're dealing with now. Just now they've gotten to the point. If people look up um, the Satanist Colonel Aquino, who somehow ran our psychological operations division of the military for thirty years while being an avowed Satanist, wrote a book called Mind Wars. It wasn't a book. It was a doc, it was a, a declassified document until after he died, and his his prediction was that if they kept working with the mind control and the EMFs and and the food manipulation and the vaccines and the and the bioweapons and everything, that by 2020, this is very prescient. By 2020, they could take down a whole nation without firing a shot. You know where are we? By 2020, that was their goal. Yeah. So, you know, it's just knowing that they were, I think that they know that they were caught because they're getting more arrogant. I don't know if you've seen lately, I know Clay's prolific at sharing every time Harari or Schwab says something ludicrous, but now a lot of people are looking at him. He's going on late night TV shows and I want to make sure everyone here has seen or will look up. Uh, Judicial Watch found the 247 page document they put online of the entire COVID um, PR kind of mandate vaccine push. And it shows where all these billions of dollars were being paid to the media, to late night comics, to um, being paid to uh, every uh, sports stars, influencers, online influencers, all of that. The whole entire push to get the vaccine was funded and paid for and pushed through the government. Well, that so is the the um, climate stuff is all the same, all funded, paid for, pushed through the government. The other one that's happening now is this whole idea that misinformation, disinformation, it's all being pushed through the government. But the government is not the government. The government is us. But we continue to allow ourselves to be kind of herded along in this in this pathway exactly as they expected. And I think like I was saying before about you and other people like you were fighting, you, you crossed over, you were doing something else and you realized, God, this, this is way bigger. I need yeah, to do more. That's exactly and, right. And we are at a place where God is saying, yeah, you need to do more because, you know, trusting the plan or waiting for this or that, that's not what he wants. He wants us out there standing up, showing up, fighting, speaking the truth, no matter what, you know, if, if we if we watched, you know, Jesus and other people do it, why do we think that we're immune and we're supposed to be waiting for a hero? That's not what what we need. Well, to do right. right now. And, and uh, this group, Elijah Streams viewers, as much or more than anybody, yeah. we wanted and we do want Trump to get back in. We do want him to get back in. I want it before 2024. But if I have to wait till 24, I'll take it. But you're saying the wrong approach is to wait for the hero to show up. We have to show up now is what you're saying. We've got to fight on every level now. Yeah. If if and when Trump gets back in, the real fight begins. Because the fight, yeah. the reason, because this was never about Trump, folks. It was never, ever, ever about Trump. They don't hate Trump. You go back and watch movies through the 80s and 90s and 2000s. Look at, listen to music, rap music. Trump's brought up all the time as an icon. His show mm -hmm. was a top five show for 15 years and basically he's the star. You know, this is not an accident. People didn't hate Trump. What happened was Trump was dismantling the globalist cabal. What did he do? He took our money out of NATO. 
or forced NATO to either pay money or we were taking our money out, took our money out of the World Health Organization, took our money out of the fake cli- climate nonsense of the Paris Climate Accords. He ended NAFTA. He, 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 he went in to deal with China one-on-one saying, if you're making money and we're making money, let's be, make it fair. You know, he did the Abrahamic Accords so that the Abrahamic religions, which are Muslim, Jewish, and Christian, can all meet on the middle ground and stop killing each other for ideological reasons that are bad for our children and our future. You know, he he did so much for child trafficking, which I've been working on for the last few weeks and, and went to an event this week about things he's doing for that. So, yeah, we want Trump back. But the reason that they're after Trump is because Trump was dismantling their, their globalist plan. Yeah. It was, well, what, it's never and what you're saying him. is they didn't hate Trump. They do hate him now, right? In other words, they despise him now, but they loved him five, six years ago before he announced, right? He was. Yeah, and they've created an entire PR propaganda mind control campaign to paint him like that document I read you by David Brock, which is such nonsense in there. It says the whole right wing media. I mean, there is no. <laughs> But yeah. people have to go read that. It's laugh out loud funny, and they yeah. should print it out and give it to their friends. Well, but, um, go ahead. For, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, for Trump, um, he knows. He knows that it's not about him. He knows that it's about the globalist cabal. If you go and listen to some of the things he said, he even said it on stage that this small group of people have a secret plan that just benefits them, and yeah, we're not going to allow and it. To be fair, and I mean even to be fair, to show the other side is it's not about Trump. On the other hand, we can't do it alone there needs to be a righteous leader of which there's none uh if with parody uh, with trump so it's not about him but it's kind of very much inclusive of him when he can get back in i don't know what would you say well i'm glad you bring that up because i have something very important to tell you and your audience that i haven't really talked about much and i, oh, I firmly well. believe that this is uh really going to happen and it's very very important that we get in front of it i my whole message to everyone out there and i love your audience i meet a lot of them on the road is offensive be going on the offensive doesn't mean that we're violent or aggressive or whatever it means we're smart and it means that we're not gonna we're not gonna get hit before we hit back like every other time we're gonna go forward with here's the message here's the meaning we're gonna go head first into truth and justice no matter what it takes um i have a pretty good information and there's a great documentary my friend joel gilbert made called michelle 2024 it is my understanding that they are going to um, play along with the idea that Joe Biden is going to be the candidate, but they are setting up behind the scenes and have been for quite some time to pull in Michelle Obama. Now, pulling in Michelle Obama fills the void that you're talking about. Uh, unfortunately, there are many Republicans that will say, if you ask them, well, Michelle Obama would be good. This is because Michelle Obama's PR campaign over the last 15 years and what they paint of her is a total lie. Michelle is the political beast. Michelle has been in politics literally since birth. Michelle Obama, her father was a ballot harvester in Chicago when she was a little kid. You mean, and by that you mean illegal ballot harvesting? Is that what you're saying? I mean, yeah, you just, know, can so you go back that, and prove it? <laughs> so people know what that term means when you say ballot harvester. It's not harvesting grain. He's harvesting illegal balance is what you're yeah. saying well going okay. to the black communities yeah. and having them you know vote in mass for whoever they wanted but that's how michelle started that's what her father did also michelle didn't grow up in the south side of chicago she grew up pretty um upper middle class wealthy and went to an all-white school but she goes out there all the time and and brock has even said on stage all the black kids wanted to beat her up because she was too white 
and she was too educated. But her new thing is she couldn't wear braids in the White House, and she she you know she's from the South Side. She's like one of them. She's not one of them. She, the Obamas have done nothing for the black community. Mm -hmm. They had plenty of opportunity. But what we also need to know is that Michelle spent her best friend from childhood is Jesse Jackson's daughter. Okay. She has been involved in politics. It was her who hooked up with Valerie Jarrett when they worked for the most corrupt mayor ever, Daly, in Chicago. Michelle did lots of things that were nefarious for the black community, including getting rid of some of the projects and moving black health care uh, for the black folks into like terrible small um, clinics, not allowing them to go to the hospitals. I mean, her track record, and, and from what I hear behind the scenes in the White House, you think Hillary was running stuff behind uh, Clinton. No, Michelle was was had more power apparently really? than Obama. Really? But what we were told is that she's building a garden. She doesn't really want to be involved. Look at her arms. She's so pretty. She's so nice. We are sitting. She is a ticking time bomb. And I will tell you, she is behind everything. First of all, she's bigger globalist than anyone else. Today, she's having an event with Oprah. If you remember who brought us Obama originally Oprah. Oprah's having an event. Michelle's on her second autobiography coming out this week after leaving the White House. And, you know, now they're worth $100 million on paper. You know, that's a lot more. And then on top of that, um, she's still playing along with the, well, I don't want to get involved in politics, but if I have to. Now, imagine that happens. So we got Trump. They bring in Michelle. If people don't know the truth about Michelle's history, and who Michelle is, which is why I ask everyone to go check out. It's free. Michelle 2024 documentary by Joel Gilbert. And look into who she is. We, It appears that Michelle was always part of the playbook. Uh, what people are saying on the inside is that Kamala Harris was chosen because this was the plan all along. So they did all the executive orders and everything. So people are asking, well, why did they pick Biden? Like, we know he was selected because multiple things but right after you know remember he wasn't even he wasn't even in the range it was bloomberg and then he failed after that thing and then like it was still like uh, sanders buddha judge other people biden wasn't even in the running and then he had a meeting with blackrock with fink and a couple other people two weeks later he's he's running the at the top of the ticket then all the black lives matter money is going through act blue into the biden campaign on a giant pr advertising push for biden and the question is, if he's so compromised and they already had the laptop and all of that, why did they select him? And what's coming to the fruition here, my belief, is that they selected him because they expected to get rid of him after he did all the executive orders, after he did, after he gave all the weapons to the people that the globalists wanted them to have in Afghanistan, after Jeez. he did what Klaus Schwab wanted him to do with the financial system, after he did what they wanted at the border, after he did all these things, he is so compromised. And I believe that both of them were told with no uncertain terms that they were a buffer zone to bring in Michelle Obama. And so that's that it makes sense, although I, I hadn't really been thinking about Michelle. But in order to do that, all they all he has to do is 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 I think a person can't the president uh, change the vice president if he wants to. I, I'm not sure of my my politics there, but I think he can say I'm nominating a different vice president now. Can they do that? And, and in comes Michelle. Well, I think that they um, <clears throat> what I'm being told is that they can uh, that. Uh, uh, what's her name? Kamala is already on board with this. She's not going to okay. fight this situation. 
So however they have to do it, and people are saying either either Biden's going to go away. They're going to pretend that Biden's the candidate, though, until yeah. they're ready. Yeah. This is how they do it. This is yeah. they're, they're, That's how they do everything. It's always covert. See, here's the problem with Brock and all these people. We, the people of the United States, they don't think deserve transparency. We don't deserve the truth. We don't deserve to know what's going on. They're they are totalitarian at heart. By any means necessary, keep the power for their oligarchy bosses. They're billionaire, trillionaire bankers that run D.C. and all of our uh, all of our elected, selected officials. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. It, what, any means necessary. So we the people cannot know anything that's going on ever. This has been going on for decades. Because of shows like yours and other ones, people are starting to find out. But I, I implore everyone that's watching the show, everything I've said today, go look it up yourself. You can go also to the melkshow.com resources. I have a lot of it there. Just really educate yourself because we have an opportunity right now. The American America is in serious danger. It doesn't matter if if all of that, uh, all the things that I hope are true happen. What matters is that we unite now and put an end to it. The danger is above our government and it's captured our nation on every level. And we, the people, have the power. We are the majority, but we and, have and to I'm start now, acting like it. On a practical level, I'm, I'm, I can't get my brain to figure out. Of course, I'm, I can do the show. That's my part, or the biggest part of my part, is make sure the truth gets out. But what does the average person do if, if they've got this planned? Uh, what are you asking people to do differently or better or more assertively? If I could ask it that Well, way. first and foremost, start rejecting being in a party or, or a club or a yeah. group or anything. Be an individual. Be a proud American citizen first and foremost before anything, before yeah. party, before before cause, before anything. That is how they're winning. They're funding that. Listen, the GOP and the RNC did something, I think, very nefarious. Their whole Win Red campaign, there, there was a lot of stuff going on. So neither side is all, they all want to mm-hmm. keep the status quo. Yeah. And what we need to do, A, we have to start really admitting and, and saying out loud, anti-racism is racism. Diversity, equity, inclusion is socialism. Diversity is not our strength. What we have in common, our, our, what's endowed by our creator, our love of our country and our children and our family, our, our desire to live the lives we see fit and we choose to live, to work hard at what we're doing and, and have the government stay out of our lives. That is what the majority of America wants. This government, most of these agencies, HHS, NSA, all of, they're all unconstitutional. But we really? need to take the power back state by state. So, A, get involved in your state. I know a lot of people sat around waiting for something to happen. It doesn't matter. Even if it happens, we need we need those those spots filled. Even if a whole bunch of people got arrested. So then what do we have? Then we have a, a the worst thing, which is a uh, vacuum. The worst people come in during a vacuum. You know, the, the, the false prophets really like the vacuum. Yeah. So you get involved now. Because if you believe that Trump is coming back, don't you want to be on his team when he's back? So yeah. you get involved now. Don't be afraid of them smearing you, of, of them harming you, harming you. You just you make sure that everything's transparent and, and you, you go out there. You know, my friend Kathy O'Brien, who's been a, the, is the whistleblower from MK Ultra, when she was running at first from the FBI and everyone, she said to the guy who saved her, Mark, she said, well, where are we going to go? I mean, they're, they're chasing it. I don't know where to go. And he goes right at him. So, you know, right at him means they're more scared of you than, than you think. And, and confronting these people head on. And, and what's sad is we got a lot of people out to the, to the school board meetings, but not nearly enough. 
And, and, and we also, another thing your audience should know is that they are right now in inner cities forcing kids into ROTC. This is not being publicized and it's not for good. Okay, Obama said very loudly that he wanted a, a civilian force to, that he thought would be above and an, on top of the military. Right now, in the inner cities, where they're not talking about it, the teachers' union is in cahoots with this woke military forcing kids into ROTC. Which that used to a- be a very virtuous, you know, pre-military re- reserve officer training right. Corp and, and that, that you went kids into. would go. Yeah, it was supposed to be really good. Yeah, but you went into it by choice. Yeah, it's, totally. That's not what's happening. It's not. They're forcing them into it. And they're not talking about it. And this is in inner city Chicago and Detroit and in Oakland. And, and you look at where it is and you look at Obama's speech about having a, a, a civilian armed force. And, and they're, they're making them, and the, and the parents are speaking out about it. Nobody's reporting on it. All I'm saying is we're in danger, and to fight amongst ourselves is they're winning. And again, please start talking to people where they are. Yeah. Um, ask people, talk to anyone you can, but always go with the easiest place to meet in the middle and ask questions. I've, I've tried. Trying to tell somebody anything is, not, is worthless. Yeah. Asking people to think for themselves is the easiest way. And... And I really just think, stop looking at somebody and thinking they're on the other side. You might be surprised. And I think we start there. And show up at events that aren't, you know, that you're not comfortable. And one big thing is I think we should be starting, um, like we used to have Neighborhood Watch. Yeah. We should be starting neighborhood groups where, you know, if you're a good person. I just went to one in Florida. Uh, you know, Juan was there. <laughs> and some oh, other really? Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, and Debbie and a, a bunch of other players. And it was just a group of people that love God and country to talk about what's going on. Maybe 50 people in a house with a potluck. We can do this all over the country. And there was Democrats, Republicans, independents. If we start meeting in the middle as proud Americans, they, they have no shot. And that's, that's where good. we have to do it. We have that's no, good. we have, if we stay divided, they win. I'm telling you. Yeah. Really, really good. And by the way, you, you made that statement. I was thinking about it. You said uh, diversity. How did you say that? It's not diversity that brings, Unity, is that the way you said it? Yeah, in I other said words, diversity isn't our strength. What is our strength is what we have in common. Right, you know? that's a really, that's a powerful, because when you think about diversity, every group you ever start, you got to have, you got to have an African-American, a, a white, Hispanic, gay, LGBT, trans. That's what they mean. They mean <laughs> if you're going to be the right thing, you got to have one of everybody. Well, there isn't one of everybody. You know, it's there's only the one of everybody, you know, like there's only <laughs> one right. of everybody. That's and that's right. true. And you got to you got to say that diversity, equity, inclusion that they've implemented all through our government, our schools are are it's it's illegal. It's against the 1964 Civil Rights Act and people should be suing. But diversity is not our strength. What we have in common is our strength. Equity is a race to the bottom. Equality is what wow. we should be striving for. And uh, inclusion means that they get to decide who's included. No, no. Oh. All three of those are illegal by the terms of the 1964, uh, you know, Civil Rights Act that Martin Luther King fought and died for. And uh, if we allow this to continue, we're fools. Because, again, Steve, what you're bringing up is really important. Uh, They've created the idea of a majority that doesn't exist, of a, a, you know, they always say, well, we're trying to reflect what America really is. Well, bad news for everyone. If you look at our commercials right now and what you just said that they need one of everything, America is 64% white, 13% black, a lot of that because of Planned Parenthood. Uh, it's 0.3% transgender, okay? And less than 10% LGBTQ. And they're sticking so it so much are in really our face. what are we really doing? Yeah. Right. 
And the question is why? Just start asking why. It's to keep us divided. It's to keep us fighting amongst each other over nothing. It's to pretend that there's systematic racism and, and all this stuff that's a fraud. It's always been a fraud. We are all much more alike than we are different and our skin color and our sexuality have nothing to do with it. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what I hope. And please, everyone, uh, look up what I said. The yeah. resource page on my uh, themelkeshow.com is free. Go do your own research. Look up some of these yeah. people and always follow the money. It's about 10 billionaires. If we put even three of them in jail, the other five would fold or the other, the other seven. Really? Would fold. Really? They'd have to. They're all in on it together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, one other question on the ROTC before I let you go. Is it only taking root this thing where forced ROTC is in Chicago or is it happening other places? It's happening in inner city, low income uh, areas where there's not a lot of parental. And they're training uh, them to shoot rifles just like you would in a. In a... They're doing the whole art they're, and they're forcing the kids into it. They don't have a choice. And it's it's not being reported on and it's just that starting is to leak out. Frightening. That is frightening. So if you're a kid. Uh, I mean, are there do are are even the mothers or fathers are they aware that their kids They're are being forced? They're starting to. They're starting yeah. to, but it, the problem is that just like with the with the five states that all the cheating goes on in, they're targeting areas where there's low participation by parents. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're targeting area. They know. They know everything. They've been surveilling us since the Patriot Act, even before that, but certainly since that, they surveilled everyone's kids during the lockdown, during remote learning. They know who to target. But what they're doing is uh, illegal. And they're not telling parents and they're convincing uh, kids that are don't have parent parental involvement, don't have a connection to God or anything to uh, learn about being in the military uh, without realizing what they're doing. They don't and, even know. Uh, they don't, a, a lot of them, the kids in there don't even know that what plan B is after they're trained. Now no. go out and fight, fight the government, fight, fight us, fight, fight us, the people. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, Mel, thank you so much. God bless you on this. I appreciate it. So we've got your, uh, the Mel K show.com right there. Uh, when, when can they, when are you live, uh, during the days on the Mel Oh, K okay. Show? Well, I have two shows a day, every day, okay. seven days a week on, okay. um, the Mel wow. K show on rumble. Please go over and, and, uh, please go to rumble and, uh, subscribe over there. We, we try to put out two pretty uh, good shows every day with good information, lots of different great guests. And then, um, I have the Mel K show.com which uh, also has on there all the free resources, plenty of information. I have all the FBI files, CIA files. You can look up where money's coming from, who's in your district, all of that. But also I have a great newsletter, goes out once a week, also includes my four biggest shows of the week. And then I'm on um, trying to build up uh, Truth Social. I'm covertly back on Twitter, but not really yet. Uh, I'm on Getter, Gab, and- uh, Wow. Busy. At Clout Hub, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, just, just trying to get the word out. But I do want people to stay hopeful. But just remember, God gave you the power to stand up from an in inside. Yeah, and and it, we got to be individuals. We cannot be part of any group first. The first thing that you should be part of is your group, you and God alone. That's and then so good. everyone else. So good. So good, Mel. Well, uh, give our appreciation to Rob for coming along and helping uh, out yeah. each of these shows. We appreciate that. Thanks again. We'll have you back soon. And we won't make you wait as long this time. <laughs> bless you, bless you. We'll see Thank you all. You. And tomorrow is Cat Kerr. Wednesdays with Steve and Cat. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you later. Thanks again. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. 
Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.